0: Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Fox and Burger Podcast. I'm your co-host Fox. And I am Burger. And for today's show, we're going to the Lion City, that's right, you guessed it, Singapore. Joining us tonight is Holud the Horse and Kayuki the Shiba Inu, both Singaporean furs. Holud is a videographer as well as the admin for the SG Furs Twitter, who also served as a volunteer for LAFC, that's Little Island Furcon, back in 2019. Kiyoki was a staff member for LAFC in 2019 and was also a staff member for WAF West Aussie Fur Frenzy. We're both really happy to have our first Singaporeans on the show, so please give them a big (laughs) Awu. But you're a professional.
1: (laughs) Sorry, I had to do that.
2: (laughs) Yeah, good to have you here on the podcast. Uh, How are you two doing today, by the way?
1: uh
3: i had a good day i've been cooking pretty much the whole day i made horchata i had like um i made some mints for the rest of the week
2: i haven't heard horchata in like a long time not since i Me went too. to like a mexican restaurant back in the states i was about to say that it's really easy you can do it yourself you can do it too hollowed
3: i believe in you
1: what <laughs> it's milk uh, <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, just I, talk.
3: I'll, I'll have you know I'm lactose intolerant Yeah so. I know I didn't know, <laughs> know that And you, you are eating a whole tub of Ben and Jerry's before we start recording I'm fine <laughs> I said, oh, a lactose so intolerant people Who do this So let's start with
0: our first question um, uh, I think uh,
2: Burger you usually do this so uh, Take it away Oh yeah sure so moving on let's talk About you for a second Talk about your fursona uh, uh Kayoko and Halud, tell us about your first owners Do you want to go first, Halud?
1: No, you, you can go first. Okay. <laughs> I like how we so polite. All right.
3: Um, so I'm a Shiba Inu. Um, the only really distinct features I think are like sort of red hair, um, and like the tip of the tail being a bit red, as well as um, sort of mint greenish eyes. That's this, yeah, that's a rough description of my sonar
1: hollowed. I'm a black horse. There's nothing fancy about me. <laughs> so no. you're, you're Bojack Horseman. Uh, if Bojack Horseman was black. And less depressed. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm black. A little bit less depressed. Yeah, less, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. that depressed. But I went through therapy and, you know, I'm yeah just a normal black horse
3: <laughs> wink
0: so our next question is um, to kind of go along with that uh, how did you guys join the fandom I, I guess we can keep that order maybe we start with Kaioki, then then Holud let's just you know keep that order
3: oh okay um, mine's a little bit embarrassing um, I really so growing up there was you know lots of like Disney and you know seeing um, Robin Hood being captured and um Pokemon and all that kind of stuff but I really kind of came into awareness of the fandom um when I was googling stuff for Inuyasha uh and Uh, then yeah so I found I found the fandom through anime there were a few extra mm -hmm. embarrassing steps but I found myself on the um Photopia forums actually uh, if anyone remembers those good
1: lord I'm trying to remember
0: (laughs) I I do I do know Inuyasha though that was my childhood (laughs) Was was it?
2: (laughs) God, was it? Was it like the little? Was it Shippo or Kilby or what? What was that fox thing called? Shippo, 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 yeah, yeah.
3: Shippo translates to tail. Um, I love them. It was really cute. But Mm. I mean, like most of the anthropomorphic characters in that show were really, really cute, and that's why I grew it. That was a bomb ass theme song.
2: (laughs) Which one? There's like multiple.
3: Um, the first season's one. That's the one I remember, anyway. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, change the world. Ah, oh. mm-hmm. <laughs> Hollywood.
1: It's old. <laughs> uh, I'm even don't, older. Don't, I'm sorry, don't old Jimmy. <laughs> <change me>. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like my. I discovered the fandom, alt fan furry. If that rings Ooh. a bell to anybody.
2: Ooh.
1: <laughs> yeah, th- those were the days when, like. Dial-up was still a thing. Uh, I, I happened to stumble upon like news groups when that was how um, furry content was being shared. Stories, art, mm-hmm. stumble along it. Uh, took me a while to find my species, but eventually, kind of like I like the whole horses thing, like beauty, power, and grace, it was like, it was like some and <laughs> Martin thing, but yeah mm-hmm. it's eventually i settled on that because i associated with horses the most so
3: yeah no yeah it's really cool i mean oh uh, i guess i should add a bit to mine i was originally a wolf so like a basic what? generic wolf i'm really sorry
1: you <laughs> had like the, you whole inu- even know, the whole in you you know yasha thing going on <laughs> and then
3: no I, I i was shiba inu um and it was like a. Y- I decided on that species a year before dodge became a thing, and so mm-hmm. like I had this nice, comfortable period of nobody knowing what a shiba inu was, and suddenly everybody would be like, oh, "Doge like just walking up to me, being like, "Wow, like thank you, thank you so much." <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I've heard this fifty times before. Just spur me. Um continue sorry
2: you're not the one only one that feels old it's just my first experiences with the fandom was a forum you know an internet forum as well uh but it was Which the one? what was it like lonestarfurs.org org.
1: Oh, oh
2: my god I heard, of those.
3: <laughs> I heard of that i never look i never used it but i i'm aware of them yeah, yeah, yeah i've yeah, not yeah. heard of the is well,
2: it Texas related? Like Texas yep. furry related? Mm-hmm. Lone Star Texas realized. Furries. It's where, how we yeah. coordinated our fur meets and our uh, little chat groups as well. Back before we basically just used social media and like Telegram for everything. This is really cool because like
3: um, before Facebook, which I think is where that's kind of where I entered like the Singapore scene was the SG first Facebook kind of era. Before then, it was like, was it ASEAN first, Holud?
1: AnthroAsia.
3: Like, Anthroasia, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Oh, my God. ASEAN. Wow. <laughs> hey, you we all remember Friendster? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: oh, oh, it's old.
2: So let's move on to your contributions to the fandom. Uh, Holud, tell us about your experience being a videographer.
1: I think my name was brought up in a previous video. Uh, it was. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think it was with Polar. <laughs> shout yeah. out to Polar. Hey, shout out Polar. Hi, Polar. Um, Hi Polar. Yeah, I'm. I've been doing a lot of videos for like the local furry community. I think since 2010, if I remember correctly, uh, that's when we had a lot of uh, public furry outings. I think we went to the zoo. We mm-hmm. had, I, I think, like. Um, one of the furries, he stays near the Singapore American School. And every Halloween, oh, everyone would just go out. Should and... we dox him? <laughs> yeah, everyone would just go him? out, dress up, and it would be the most insane Halloween. And we did it for a couple of years because it, it tends to fall on the weekends. So it's easier for us to get out. But yeah, I've been doing videos of that. So I volunteered. I, I should preface that pre preface it that I'm not super professional I mainly do as highlighted in the previous video videos on my iPhone because I feel that the camera that you work with the best camera to work with is the one that you have with you yep. and I find that hey iPhones have been getting better and better over time mm-hmm. so why not just stick with it and it's small portable can get you into tight spaces and all so yeah, I've I've mainly done. Please like and subscribe to my YouTube channel. <laughs> so, yeah. so like, uh, damn, I, it's I,
3: I found out that you did videography because I saw you with the whole f- shoulder rig. Um. Is like half a mech on your shoulders, right? And then on the end of it is a fucking iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was Like, yeah. what, what is this person? What I are you are he doing? doing? I didn't see
0: the shoulder rig, but I did see you with the with what, like the monopod. And I remember you were filming. I think the first time I saw you film oh, uh, in action, it was either Infernity 2017 or it was uh, Firm 2018. I think in Firm 2018 we actually talked like one on one. I remember we woke up. Like on a Saturday morning, I was talking to y- you and your um your significant other uh for breakfast. But anyway, like that's the point being like I I really do feel like I see no one else, at least at Asian Furcons, cons, I see no one else filming with a f- iPhone, um with a <laughs> I was Like wow, this guy's cool. <laughs> Oh god, yeah.
1: Who's this person
3: I- churning out like professional grade f- videos with a f- iPhone?
1: <laughs> It's like, oh, uh, hang on, hang on. I gotta, I gotta take a call. They like, take the photo off the end of my ring. You had like
3: a 3D printed part, didn't you? To like oh, mount right. it all together.
1: No, no, no. it's. Or am I all,
3: misremembering?
1: It's all bought online. Don't worry Hi. about it. <laughs> it's available on Amazon. Nice. Yeah, that's about, yeah, the, I, I've mainly been doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I volunteered at uh, Little Island Furcon. Um Thank you. The, I think we had... You're welcome. <laughs> we had we, have, we have three we have two other um, people helping out with video. Uh, I, I volunteered for videography, and then I kind of switched to AV because my mm-hmm. gimbal died. So Aww. I became DJ Holid, sort of.
3: I mean, part of the reason was also because oh, we don't have a lot of people with AV skills, and I need to be somewhere else. Holid, you know what this this lever does, right? Just stand here. Thank you.
1: Oh no, yeah, I, and I started during the announcements.
3: Yeah, <laughs> ladies <laughs> all and all gentlemen, a sudden. <laughs> coming up next, the <laughs> <laughs> my first Furcon panel.
1: Wink. Yeah,
0: I feel like that's a good transition over to uh, Kaioki then, because um, I know yes. you also um, were
3: uh, you worked at LAFC as a staff member. So, what was your role? So, my role was actually social media, and I wasn't really meant to have anything to do with the floor work but Mm -hmm. as it so happens oh another another beautiful segue i'm also um a director for WAF and also Mm -hmm. the head of events or events leaders i prefer to call it there and um being from that role in that background i would see a need and i would go there and take care of it and so i ended up um helping a lot out with um events and sort of coordinating um people running some panels myself and yeah, just sort of helping out and making sure things are going smoothly on the event side.
0: Mm-hmm. So for LAOC, you said that you're just like strictly social
3: media. I mean, that's what I... That's It's kind of flexible, right? Because if, if stuff's mm-hmm. happening on the floor, the priority is getting the con running. So you just yeah. kind of do it. I find myself doing that at a lot of cons. Like at Forum, for example, if... I, oh, I can't remember what it was. It was just before the big like Labo battle thing they had with the fursuits. suits. And the audio was like dying because one of their boxes had like fried, and so I sort of stepped in and sort of held the rig together until the hotel staff could bring up what a, a new—I don't remember what it was, like a spitter or something.
0: So you're the one who's like responsible for like the tweets. where it was, was oh, that you for, or for
3: LAC? Yeah, for LAC. Um, uh, most of them,
0: I'll say the vast majority of them.
3: Oh, so I'll that's you've been writing
0: all those because, and then I remember you guys were doing like <laughs> the the countdown to LAC, and then they had like a bunch of, like, those, like, little mini-trailer things.
3: I thought I thought that was really cool. So the mini-trailer things were actually a, a, an initiative by um, uh, one of the other videographers. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. YH. Um, and they did, like, such amazing work. I just sort of just, like, packaged it and put it on mm-hmm. the social medias, and that was it. Gotcha. That was really it. My role as a social media manager is more because I am overseas in Australia, and, you know, hence my, involved, my more heavier involvement in WAF. So mm-hmm. the sort of best way I can contribute remotely to LIFC is to just handle things that don't really require a whole lot of um, coordination, just an ear to the ground, knowing what's going on, and tweeting based off that. Really.
0: Uh, I want to I want to uh, ask uh, for a little bit more clarification. So for WAF, how many years have you served as the event lead, and did you serve as like the event lead for all those
3: years, or, or did you like were you like initially like a volunteer, then you later
0: switched to event lead?
3: So, I was my first year there. Um, I was a volunteer um, and I just happened to work a lot with the then event lead. Um, then I became event staff the following year. And the year after that, they just needed someone to step into that role. And so I did, um, I became a director mm-hmm. um, with two other people at the time. So, the director team is usually three to four people in WAF. They had a spot that they needed to fill. So, I filled it and became the head of events gotcha head of events i've sort of been for uh, i think four years now maybe wow. yeah i will say roughly about four years and i'm retiring this year for other because of other circumstances in my life and Aww. just getting really busy i work like almost 60 hours a week so which doesn't leave me a lot of time for con stuff so I can hand that over
0: had kind of like a uh, follow-up question. Uh, speaking of cons, though, I wanted to ask, how many cons have you guys been to, or and and which cons have you been to? Because I think I think that's going to be relevant for our next section. And again, we can kind of keep the same order: Kaioki then Hallud.
3: Oh no, Hallud went first the last time, so surely he has to go first this time. <laughs> no, also, no. he has gone, no, no, He's been no, to so no, many more no, cons no, than I have. No, no. Oh, okay, you okay? You want me go so? first. I can list yeah, it all yeah. up very quickly, right? Um furwag, waf, out west, L I F C, mm-hmm. um, furum, and I think that's it. Oh, I guess FURLAY, if you really wanted to count that. It's not really a con, but it was it like sort of a late party. Wait, Fur out, uh, out West. It's the other um West Australia Fur con, eh, um, and okay. they kind of both tenuously coexist and I just go to both. Ding. thumbs up can't see it
1: tenuously <laughs> like we'll talk about that after the podcast yeah yeah <laughs> I, I, okay i was originally supposed to go to convergence which was oh. the. i was originally supposed to go in i think january 2015 wait where that is was it? a f- sit, sit melbourne? no melbourne yeah, yeah oh, melbourne. Melbourne. it would have
3: been melbourne um yeah was it the egypt there,
1: one I think so.
3: Yeah.
1: Okay, so uh, I, I'm a latecomer to conventions. I My first convention was only in 2015. Originally, mm. it was supposed to be Convergence. But it just happened to clash with my Army Reservist training. Ah, uh, right. Really? So, yeah. so oh, you yeah, have told me this
3: before. Yeah, yeah.
1: so for, for those not to know, like in Singapore, we are conscripted until the age of 40. So uh, it just happened to be my very first uh, military call-up. So I scrapped that, but I still have my Australian visa. So I ended up going to Furdu. So Ferdue uh, was my very first convention. <laughs> Subsequently, I went to JMOF. And for, um, those are my primary conventions uh i went to infinity what (laughs) sorry that's right
0: 2017 right because that was like the first time i met you yeah i have a yeah 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 Yeah,
1: yeah. that was the first time i went like Mm -hmm. like like uh, we had an awesome time in taiwan i really really want to go back but it's just that uh, scheduling here at work can be a little bit tricky uh, if if to we be have a problem bubble, FG, be, would you yeah. would you
0: come this year? Because it's confirmed for this year.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Like I, I damn man. So so what I you heard it here, were... folks.
0: You heard it here, hear, JC. You heard <laughs> that
1: <laughs> JC I don't want I don't want to pro- I don't want to over a cup here, you But what I did was I basically because at what they they were telling us to clear leave. So what I did was I planned my leave around conventions. Yes. So it's like, hmm, what conventions are there? Uh, I think WAF is in September, right? Kaiyuki? Yes,
3: WAF is in late September, usually.
1: Yeah, so what I did was like, oh, I can bucket a little bit here in September. Oh, I can bucket a little bit in, in February. Oh, I can bucket a little bit in Firm in, in December. So it's like September, October, December. And then, oh, j is in January. It's like, j <laughs> So yeah, I've been... Planning, like, my leave, but with COVID and all, it's hard to see if we ever get out. I really hope we get (laughs) vaccinated soon. Right, right.
3: Oh, have you not started vaccines yet?
1: I'm not that old. They're only releasing it for 45 and up, so um, I'm not 45 yet. (laughs) Last I checked.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. Your turn will come soon. Uh, Block block out some sick leave for yourself in advance. (laughs) (laughs) that's my experience
2: going back to little island fur con can you tell us what your general experiences would be at that convention like what is it like to go to this convention hola do you want to go first mine will take a bit of time
1: okay i mean i i I think we have two unique perspectives kaiuki as staff and me as volunteer slash attendee uh i think lifc in comparison to the more established conventions, it reminded me quite a lot like Ferdue where, you know, things are very easy to paced out, you know, you don't have a lot of overlapping schedules. So yeah. you, you have time to go browse around. Um, the event space is also quite compact, so it's very easy to meet up with people. It's also, I mean, Singapore is like quite centrally located, so it's quite yeah. easy to run around. So yeah, I mean, from a a attendee slash volunteer perspective, it it just felt really chill.
3: Hold on, talk about the water feature. Come on, we paid so much uh, money for it.
1: What what water feature? The one in the plaza. Yeah, we all got up there. It it oh we didn't pay crap. It's it just happened to be there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we we had to propose our money. But, but if you know Singapore, like, I think we didn't want to hold the... Like, when we did the big fursuit photo shoot, we didn't want to hold people out too long. Because, you know, yeah, yeah, Singapore is very hot and humid. And we didn't want anyone to die. So, <laughs> it's like, get your shots and get out!
3: <laughs> Please leave.
1: Yes, get, get, in, get into air conditioning. Because air conditioning is the godsend.
0: Yeah, because the venue, if I'm not mistaken, was sort of like that, like there was like the outside patio area and then it was like the rooms, like the, like mm-hmm. from the outside patio area, you went into the rooms, yeah. uh, like the paddle rooms. And there's also like what the artist alley. So just to kind of, I, I will, we'll flash pictures of course, um, of what the venue looks like. Cause I, I took a few, uh, myself and I'm pretty sure there's some official pictures out there, but just to kind of give, you know, the audience like a general idea. It's like, it's not like a, an entirely indoor con as you might want to expect. So I just wanted to point that out for the audience.
1: Yeah, that's right. So long as you're outside, you're literally <laughs> outside. If you're inside, mm-hmm. you are in a in, in like one of the convention rooms.
0: It was also interesting because like the outside area was also technically the general area and then that's where there was like what tabletop games, oh, yeah. there was like unlimited coffee, yeah. which I helped myself
3: to like ten cups of coffee, so <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> I, it was really it was really funny. Like don't tell the hotel staff this, but we were only meant right. to have the coffee for the morning and they just forgot to pack it up. So we just kept on. Drinking. <laughs> no way. <dude>. No <laughs> we way, just kept man. drinking. I
0: drank, so... yeah, I drank at least like 10 lattes that day. I know like the cup is fairly small, so like okay, I I just drank like I just drank lattes throughout the whole day.
1: <laughs> well, well, look at look at it this way. We're not going to be back there next year or whichever year. We're going to be back, but yeah. we're mm-hmm. not going to be back there. So we have got a new hotel, so. Sure. So Kayuki, your your perspective, please. Oh my god.
3: Um
0: so, oh, a quick question. I mean, yeah. Um can can we ask or can I ask uh because I don't think we touched upon this yet. What was actually the attendee count? Cuz I think that might also help oh our God. audience know like the size um, of the event we're dealing with. 100 uh, something, I, right?
1: Yeah, so 100 I can't remember if it was 150 so not, or 170. Mm.
3: So not including staff, it was around 150, like just above 150 somewhere there. Mm-hmm. Um including staff. Yeah, that's where you get the 170-ish mark. Yeah, yeah. All well, right, all right. Um, that's bigger than, than I volunteers. Yeah, it definitely didn't didn't really feel that way, thankfully, because the area was, was kind of like spread enough that it wasn't a problem. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, um, we kind of just spilled out into the lobby as well and delighted some of the hotel staff. Oh, man, that was so lovely. I guess, mm-hmm. uh, from my experience, it would it would have been a bit different because Ferdu that year... And LiFC were back to back, so my oh, my were. experience, yeah, my experience was All literally right. going to Firdou, having a beautiful, wonderful time there. For some reason, there was like an international fireworks competition happening there, so every night <laughs> it was just go to a room party, you could observe whatever countries are out there doing their oh, huge yeah. like fireworks displays and stuff. People had drones flying by; it was really awesome. And then from that Tuesday, Wednesday ish. I'm um, going to Singapore and just starting <laughs> con work, like hitting the floor running, um, preparing for the arrival of our esteemed guests, all mm-hmm. all six of them. Um, oh yeah, and, and so what were the yeah. <laughs> much <Ooh>. sweating occurred <laughs> for the con itself? I kind of have mixed memories because I I was doing roughly sixteen hour days at that point because you wake up, you go and start doing con things, and you don't really oh, stop. Right. And holler hallowed, bless this horse. Like, kept buying me food. <laughs> I literally would not have eaten as much as I did, if not for followed buying me, like, little burrito stuffs. I still remember the burritos. They're really good. Well, quick, quick, quick question I was trying them. to ask, like, who were the guests? Like, again, just to let our audience know uh, for yeah. LSE that um, year. You've mentioned them before. Um, it, They were Pepper Coyote and Fox Amore. And because there was this big, like, Australia, Singapore lake, they'd actually decided to bring... Um, so Fox decided to bring his parents and... Um, Pepper decided to bring his mum and his boyfriend, Moore. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Moore. Yeah, shout hey, out Moore. to Moore. Oh shit, we
0: should. Oh shit, forgot to bring him on the show. Next time, next time.
3: <laughs> we'll come back. We'll come back. <laughs> yeah, he can, he can come back on somewhere else on the list. Right? Yeah. All right. Um, Go ahead. But yeah, so we we had the two like guest honours and we had their two plus ones as well, and um, I think for a first year con it was a little challenging. But more or less life. I think I think they had a reasonable time, like good time, right? Fed them yep. durian, made sure they were
1: relatively safe um and yeah. dry. <laughs> I, I think I think Pepper did a whole video on his yeah, he tran- did. He it on Transatlantic his... Adventure.
2: That is <laughs> yeah, dude. that's actually that how so, I first I love watching uh, the video. Yeah, that's how I first Sorry, found out about L I F C actually.
3: Oh <laughs> very, very good.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so awesome, the GOH yeah. is working. <laughs> you can't see
3: it, but I'm giving you a smile. Okay. Um, but yeah, so it was long, and the days being as long as they were, my memories of them are a little bit spotty. And it mostly mm-hmm. is like, yeah, you know, um, doing doing events, maybe like hosting the my first on panel, going to relieve the registration table, um, going to check on the. That's when I first uh, met you, technically. Yeah, hey, I, did you say so, someone? Someone like pulled us. Was it Smile? Who pulled us like together? I don't remember. Like, look, I re- I heavily apologize, but I don't super remember interacting for long periods of time with you. I just remember like Same. this rather deep and pleasant voice and the rough <laughs> and, like <laughs> the rough looks of your face. <laughs> and then, and then well, when yeah. COVID happened, right? I don't remember which mm. server we were in, but then I was like, I recognize that deep and pleasant voice.
2: Yeah, um, I mean,
3: yeah. Hello. Okay. So that's who you were. Um mm-hmm. yeah, that's so it was kind of like a double meeting where like I i knew of you and you were sort of saying in the back of my head, I wonder who this nice person is and then sort of actually meeting you properly when COVID happened.
0: I met a lot of people after COVID, interestingly interestingly enough. But anyway, overall though, like like did you guys feel that and I guess this also extends to Hulu,
3: did you guys feel like it was a success?
0: Absolutely. I would, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah.
1: I, I, I,
3: I was, at least on the staff side, I was quite worried, I guess. I mean, first-year con conjures, right? That's what I assume it was. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, in my experience with WAF, going into the start of the con, we were slightly less prepared, but each individual staff member had a higher level of enthusiasm, which I think is normal for a first-year con. And so it all kind of just worked out. and worked out really well. Um... Magically, I don't really know how or why, but it worked out well. And I think a lot of the attendees had a good time. And that concert at the end as well, like, it still breaks my heart mm-hmm. thinking about it.
1: No, there was a lot of clapping. It's... <laughs> <laughs> I brought up Because oh, I, I had to to
3: go send off... I did. I had to go send off, um, I I oh. go send off um, Fox's parents because there was no way we were letting them go to the airport by themselves, even though they've probably been spent more time seeing more than I have, really. Because I think... It was their story to tell, but they um, spent some time in Singapore um, some previous point in their life, mm. and um, so I could only be there for the first half of the concert, and I'm just like, oh, loving like Lighthouse especially. Oh my god, my heart. <laughs> Br- brought up my phone, turned the torchlight on, sing it. You know, yeah, I loved it. I loved it.
0: I had a question though, uh, kind of a small question, cause I, cause I know you get you went to Ferdue first before, um. Going back to Singapore for LAFC, did you actually travel with the GOHS
3: or or? No, think, like, I traveled one day in advance, um, uh, pretty much because I wanted to mm-hmm. go there mm-hmm. and start the con prep and also be there to receive them, right? Um, together right. with um, so our GOH liaison and he did a really good job as well. Um, was the Xander? Yeah, that's that's the name. Sorry, I'm sorry, Xander. Is it the Xander Shanderman? The the real Dong yeah. Sanpa. Um, <laughs> and uh, Dong Sanpa translating to like trash dog because he used to be called Trasher, mm. um, tra- Trasher no Thrasher, um, not Trasher. Thrash. But you know, Thrash. in Singapore we don't really have a distinction within T and T H, that as as much as other countries do, and so mm. it just became Trasher. Yeah, we just wanted to be there and be ready to receive them. I think you guys
0: you guys did a great job, or at least from what I could tell through Pepper's video, because I remember you and I watched that video, was it last year? <laughs> um sometime in the summer, in I think. COVID. Or it would in the States it would have been in the summer, like I don't know, June. And then we were just like going through like old memories of LAFC. And then like I remember didn't you guys go to like K T V at one point or something like that? Yeah. Or, oh yeah. my god. I that think Holland so, was there. So
3: Holland was there. Holland no, was leading all star. No, you were in I a shirt, a... you weren't in a suit, was... but you were in an office I... shirt.
1: I came after work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. exactly.
3: You were in an office shirt. And we were doing all star and stuff. It was great. <laughs>
1: hey now. You're an all-star. Oh copyright strike. No,
3: no, no. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they don't scan YouTube, right? Cough. Um yeah, but my throat at the end of that was fairly gone. And so I kind of mm. just like hoarsely, haha, sunlaw. Uh-huh.
0: I, lo- I love I uh, love Pepper Kauri's mom. She was she was such a uh, such a sweetheart.
3: Oh my god! I mean, they're all sweethearts, really. <laughs> I love them all. I can't wait. Hey, to, like, she to get had like
1: Jaeger shots with us. J- Jaeger and Red.
3: Wow. she can drink a lot Good more Lord. than I can. Well, yeah. <laughs>
2: oh yeah! Holy <laughs> shit! All right, she's into Jaeger like bombs. Texan I can thing? get that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> shout
0: out to her, man. Um, I don't know. I don't think she has a Twitter, but shout out to her. <laughs>
3: Hey, 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 Michael, why don't you tell us about um, <laughs> LIFC? Yeah,
0: uh, I, I think I have an interesting perspective on that because, um, again, I'm coming primarily as an attendee, right? And then also that was technically my first time in Singapore. Mm-hmm. So I had like that. Um, for me, it was like, it was oh, like a whole new experience, to be honest. I remember, I remember walking uh, into like, a, I'm probably going to butcher the name. Is it Joel Zhang Yi? The C-H, I, but it's like Z, Z-H, right?
3: Zhang, Zhang Yi, right? I, can't, I, I don't well, know. I don't... To, be, to be honest, because Singapore is very sort of multicultural, we all speak broken English. It's all Everyone speaks English, so it's just Chang right. And you just say it, and sometimes you might have an accent, sometimes you might get it slightly wrong. I don't think there's really like an official pronunciation for it that I can find anyway. Although, do you have um, another perspective on this matter?
1: Chang okay. Yi. Chang'e, Chang'e, yeah. I don't
0: know. <laughs> no one really knows. so so i i remember like uh because it was like recently completed at that point wasn't it yeah, like yeah, back yeah. in 2019 and so yeah. i remember walking in there it was like this mall area and then has like the fucking waterfall and the mrt has <laughs> yeah. like a train going around oh, it or did whatever. you take
3: that the um yeah. the internal tram that goes past the waterfall yeah in jewel there's
0: Jiu-o an internal Chang'e tram Airport
1: oh there is, no. there is there is mm-hmm. yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a sky train <laughs> sky you did yeah, 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 yeah.
0: it i think i did it on my second or third time coming into singapore uh the first okay. time i think i okay. was already at the terminal that was it terminal one or whatever that is already like connected to jewel so you could just like walk you just like walk out oh yeah, um, yeah i almost got ripped off by the airport uh internet car service where like it was singtel or whatever it was like yeah. again don't, don't quote me on this i'll have to probably go back to find the actual numbers later but it was it was something ridiculous where it's like 50 usd for like 10 gigs but then i remember going out to like a singtel outlet like in the mm-hmm. in, in in singapore yeah. itself not at the airport and then it was like half the price or whatever or going to 7-eleven or something like that yeah. and and yeah. i was like wow i don't need to if i could just wait to get into the country or have a friend pick me up then i don't think i need uh to buy this right now but anyway but yeah, anyway yeah. that's beside the point no but like i love i loved um loved how the country was love the infrastructure uh, i'm pretty sure you guys get that a lot um the public transport mm. yeah i, I love <laughs> yeah. The public transit um i love how i guess quote unquote like modern the city looks like but then you still preserve some of that like i guess like third worldness i guess when you go to like night markets when you go to like chinatown i mean yeah. when i went to chinatown that reminded me of taiwan honestly it reminded you just like going to a night market in taiwan so uh i really like that um and then about the con itself yeah i i um i like the venue it was interesting like outside patio water water like fountain kind of thing then you've you got like, like the inside cords? panels um <laughs> I was actually happy with the numbers because you know it was like the first you know it was, it was the first year LAFC was being held, so I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I really wanted it wanted it to succeed. I think I just got the regular ticket though, I, I the, whatever it was this. called. Um, and then it sucks. I really, really wish that I got it got to me like karaoke or some other first beforehand because I remember Kaioki. Didn't you say you had like a room to yourself that like, oh, like my God. you and do one you, other person uh, used? And then I had a room to myself that I only used. Like I literally paid like 300 usd for two nights because one of my roommates didn't show up so oh
3: you Mm. want this story from my angle okay i hired out one of the um one of four um essentially presidential suites Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that was what i was having to myself Wait, wait, oh my god, yeah. Pre- wow. is it a presidential suite um, like a
0: thousand USD per night or something?
3: Yeah, I paid 4k for like my stay um, my. in that hotel.
0: Dude, Wow! Um,
3: I wanted to use the room <laughs> wow. as a workshop and as like a con office as well. But did it, um, get, it, but did it, it get used as a con office? Nah, it didn't really end up being need, needed as a con office, so I ended up loaning it out to like folks in the community for like little mini meets. Um, oh, don't tell the okay, hotel, that's obviously. Nice. Okay. Um, But they assigned me like a PA and everything. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> it was like this is like X person's name. Um, if you need anything, you can find them. And we're like, oh okay. They emailed I, I mean, me and introduced themselves before I was arriving. Wow. I, was I like, mean, oh my you fucking did God. get the presidential
1: suite, so that's a lot.
3: You're the president. I wasn't expecting this. I was Expecting a, a big room, and that was it. Oh, the room is beautiful, though. Um, do you have any pics? And well, do you remember um the room that Pepper and Fox oh, yeah, both yeah, got? Yeah, yeah. Yes. It's the and- Yeah, it's the same kind of room as that and the like whole huge um, expense well yes the party but the fact that you can see like I think 180 degrees ah uh, right
0: because the corner was like the corner like room thing yeah
3: and so that was just like a um, mm. a window that was 180 degrees and you can just see everything from it and it sure, had sure. like automatic shutters and stuff it was great
2: Well, I really need to go to this place This is this sounds like a great convention <laughs> We're no longer uh, in this hotel. Yeah, we're, no, we're no longer <laughs> in this hotel anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry.
3: Also, it was very expensive. I don't recommend yeah, yeah. you to get
1: this room. But, uh, <laughs> it it it's a it's a hotel that's primarily for medical tourism. So yeah, a right. lot of it's right next to the hospital. So if so,
0: someone throws then, out they then, go
3: there.
1: Yeah, Oh, <laughs> not like. If it's someone like was if you're going like going for coming like in expensive operations stuff.
3: Yeah. yeah. Sure, sure. And then like you want to, you know, rest in comfort, so you just hire a good room. Mm-hmm.
1: And then you just cross the road to the hospital. Do your yeah, thing. That's great. Go back.
3: I can't tell you how nice it is as a staff member to have safety plans that were just like, yeah, just, just go to hospital. It's across the road. Yeah. It's A&E. good. It's, <laughs> it's right so good. There.
2: <laughs> Changing gears, let's talk about a Western convention, Furdu. Um, uh, so I have some experience f- with the Australian furry, uh, community, basically just on YouTube. You know, you have Pekaru you have yeah. Sky, you have, uh, Fox.
1: Fox Veritas. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: that guy. Uh, I'm trying to remember, I'm pretty sure at least one of them showed up to Furdue, right? When you were there? Oh, more than one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely more than one. I'm trying to remember because I didn't
3: really have much um, time with them sort of in person at those cons, but I'm pretty sure Pokari was there and Ferito was there.
2: I'm trying to remember, was one of them a guest of honor at Furdo?
3: Pokari has been a guest of honor at WAF, but I'm trying to remember if they've ever been a guest of honor for Furdo, and I don't think so. Um, in fact, I'm pretty confident they haven't been, at least for a year that I've also been an attendee, they haven't been one
2: yeah all right I, maybe because there's like golden coast or like the what is it neon fur yeah i
3: know yes yeah, so yeah, yeah i'm neon pretty fur. sure they're actually involved as a staff member for neon fur
2: right um, isn't or neon
3: fur a chair there? or something yeah yeah um i know i know pakari has heavy involvement with the running of that con down there right gotcha
2: yeah, I, I love her. She's like the best lesbian aunt of the Australian furries. <laughs> <laughs> but moving away from that, what are your all overall thoughts of Furdu? Oh, gosh. Uh, I might have like a sad
3: story to tell, but I'll let Holland do that first.
1: <laughs> Should, shouldn't we get the sad stories out? No, the no, 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 no,
3: no, no. It only makes sense after we talk about 2015. How was 2015.
1: 2015. Okay, so uh, Furdo 2015 was my first ever convention. Yay. Um, Yay. That's why Furdo has kind of a special place in my heart. Yeah. Yeah. As does the Go Coast, as does the fact that the hotel is just like three minutes away from the beach. It's super convenient, super nice. Moving hotels. (laughs) Yeah. Also
3: moving hotels. Uh,
1: (sighs) Well, the whole stretch is just hotels, but it's. It's a special convention to me. 2015 particularly because there was like a major, major storm that I think it it disrupted quite a few people's travel plans, like this massive storm thing. Yeah. So, but I think subsequently after that, all the years, it's been really, really nice weather since then. As a Western convention, it is very chill. I heard about that. Yeah, it's very chill as compared to say, Western, Western conventions, like say Anthrocon or TFF or MFF, all the big conventions. From from what I see is that in, in, over in America, the conventions have a lot of events packed on top of each other. So it, it can feel a little bit rushed. Uh, but in Ferdu, it just like, it's almost like one or two events max per hour and they have lunch breaks and dinner breaks and it's like so it's like what is the concept of lunch and dinner
3: i don't have to choose between food and con
1: (laughs) (laughs) precisely it's so it's so nice it's so nice
3: so i think it's a thing with with the australian cons in general is that for a lot of australian cons it's sort of an excuse for people to see each other because unlike say american cons um when a con like fair do happens loads of folks are coming from interstate so imagine like i don't know if america has a con like this but there's only one con that everyone west coast east coast doesn't matter flies to every year so and that that con is fair do for australia
0: they, they so, do they have that in america i, I want to clarify like yeah, there's uh-huh. yeah
2: yeah, I I but, think it might be I think it used to be Anthrocon and now it's more MFF. But yeah.
3: Yeah, so that that's the that's for Australia. And it's only tiny like mm-hmm. 800 um attendees, well because the hotel can also only hold 800 people. Oh. Yeah. Um, okay. Which is why they're moving hotels.
2: They
3: um are? yeah, it, it was Furdu this weekend my dude. <laughs> Ferdu's been running like this yeah, entire yeah, weekend. Yeah, has been going and on, and they made the announcement. Um, did, yeah, oh, they did? Recently. Yeah, holloway
1: oh. <laughs> I've been busy, but damn, yeah, like, like finally, like yeah. I mean, that, yeah. that's the thing about. Yeah, Bo-
3: see
0: Bo- so happy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ferdu has been. That's crazy. Ferdu. Like, I guess Australia is safe enough that Ferdu has been going on this weekend.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. It's uh okay. It's also terrible because it, it it's like, it, it's fortunate that Australia has been able to run a convention, but it's so I don't want to say depressing, but it's like every time I look at social media, I gotta look away because oh, yeah. it, hmm. it's all the full fields. It, yeah, it's all the <laughs> big old full full m- You know, they
3: had the um fireworks festival again. Oh uh, no. Oh, like, obviously not as big as like the previous years,
1: but it's still like there. Breaks yeah. my heart to like not, be, but but I'm you know. I'm super glad that they are moving hotels because I think um, the past few years they yeah. have been hitting kind of like the cap. We we've been stressed for space, so it's kind of good that they are they're, they're branching out to another hotel. Mm-hmm. Kayuki, your sad story now.
3: Uh okay. I was hoping you would go a bit more into like 2015 as a whole, but yeah. So that was hollowed some um, first con, and this was my. Mm-hmm one of my first cons coming back from Singapore. So I was spending quite an extended period of time in Singapore to complete my conscription. And um, this moving back to Australia, starting my course in psychology, you know, I was just missing people a lot. And so this was my chance for like, hey, I didn't realize, but a bunch of Singapore and Malaysia and, you know, folks from the Southeast Asia were coming to an Australian con. And I was not expecting that at all. I-, I knew a few people were going. I didn't know quite how many people were going. Um, and yeah, and I was seeing all these people again, right? Which I thought I would just wouldn't be able to see for like a whole year. I had a, a bit of an emotional response at the airport when we were saying goodbye to each other, and I think um, I was definitely like crying a lot getting on the plane. <laughs> and the atten- the flight attendant was just like, "Are you okay?" Maybe like maybe. Oh. And then I sat down and I just kept crying for like an hour. And then this the the attendant just like. He handed me two tissues and like a bottle of water worthlessly, and I'm like, "Thank you." <laughs> was, the flight was like three hours long. It's just me like crying through, for the first half of it. <laughs>
1: uh, okay, hey, if, yeah, if it makes you feel special. any better, if, if it makes you feel any better, I cried at Furum 2016. Yeah, really. <laughs> we we had we went for ice cream. It was our last day. I was supposed to go back. And we were all at, I think, Kuala Lumpur Convention Center, just being tourists and all. We were about to leave, and then I broke down.
3: Uh, Lots of feels. Yeah. Yeah, cons are something special, I think, to both me and Hollywood, Um, in sort of similar and different ways.
2: Mm. Yeah. So now that we've kind of talked about both conventions, an Eastern and a Western one, can you tell us a bit about... How they're similar and maybe how they're different.
1: I think loosely there is some structural similarities. As I, I think maybe it's nostalgia for nostalgia's sake. Mm-hmm. Um, you you have your opening ceremony, you have your closing ceremony, um, and everything's kind of loosely like kind of everyone has panels that they have to go to. That's the first walk. so everyone I think has adapted like the western style i think like big cons in america pioneered right. that that structure mm-hmm. um i think the differences is that particularly for maybe like JMOF, because it's another of my favorite conventions <laughs> uh, J moff has taken on more of a cultural spin to it it it, it is uniquely japanese yeah also because like of the character designs it's they, they have a more of a kimono style uh, i think i've heard i heard it referenced in a couple episodes before so i won't touch mm-hmm. on it too much but you can Thanks tell <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. you're welcome yeah but japanese culture has influenced the convention yeah. uh, i mean if, if you look at you know, typical japanese formalities like they thank everybody they, they bow it feels that that has kind of set itself apart as, as compared to like say a closing ceremony in a typical western convention and i i do enjoy the fact i think a, previ- a previous episode referenced the dead dog party that yeah yeah, that yeah. <laughs> that is a complete game changer. I feel that's a complete game changer in terms of conventions and I really, really do appreciate the fact that they oh. organized a dead dog party. And the fact that they sold her own sake. That's so that's <laughs> so dope. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. JL has a picture? own sake. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it's oh, in I the video. It's I in your videos. own
3: oh, your God. own
1: podcast. Has a little thing on like it. <laughs> uh, did, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. How could you? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> like That's I so think fun. in tw- 2019 was the first batch they did, and mm-hmm. at the dead Dot party they did a, the whole ceremony of breaking the sake barrel. I, I have a video if you if you want one, but. Mm-hmm. They did it in twenty nineteen and they sold they, they specially produced the sake for the convention. Damn. It it has its own custom label. Same thing with twenty twenty. Like, hey, all the con merch in the world can't match up know, to right? to that. It's like it's it's like if you go to a Western convention and they sold you like, Hey, try my Texas Ferry Fiesta beer. It's like, holy <laughs> crap, yes. <laughs> or the texas tff barbecue sauce hey Mm. i would buy that in a heartbeat
2: that sounds like a good idea honestly yeah yeah yeah, hopefully the staff is listening to this podcast (laughs) (laughs) Mm.
1: like look like okay look singapore loves we we love our food so anything food related is gonna catch our attention
0: so so you're saying that you guys just (laughs) sell like singaporean laksa yeah. yeah. a plate of chili crab. LS <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Chim- sponsor L-L-C- chili crab. L I S chicken Rice.
1: L I C durian.
0: Oh please. Can we do it? Growing in your backyard.
1: No no but like that that to me I think there are similarities between the two and I appreciate them. I like the structure. But I also do appreciate when conventions take their time. Uh for one. I think more conventions really need to think about spacing out programming and giving everybody a chance. JMOF did the unique thing, and they are actually doing now a a four-day convention, which I think is quite smart, but I think it's also like there was some discussion that it could be for commercial reasons because JMOF always clashes with... The coming of age ceremony, so every last day of the convention, the whole hotel has to be like split into like zones. So it's like, oh no, first students in the in the hotel lobby because there's like a huge bunch of graduating kids coming for their coming of age ceremony thing.
0: Oh, I didn't, so, I didn't know they had something
1: like that. Oh yeah, Interesting. Ev- it, it's every year. So every year oh. we go. They cordon off and they put announcements to say, "Please do not go into the lobby because that's where all the normies will be." <laughs> and then you see like teenage kids coming out, throwing through the lobby, and then into the conference. It's so it's so funny, but yeah, mm. I, I I guess it's a way, and because in Toyohashi, the loisir is the only big hotel in the area. So yeah, I, I guess the forty convention would help family in that sense not a lot of pieces can pull it off but I'm kind of glad they did
2: that reminds me of there was this one convention in Indianapolis where furries collided with a like a fraternity and they ended oh. up having <laughs> a whole beer chucking and like just social gathering between the two like at first they hated each other but then somehow the head of that convention, and then the people in charge of the frat fraternities uh, events and stuff like got together, came to some conclusion, and then they all became uh, beer-drinking buddies by the end. <laughs> Friendship
1: is That magic. is cool. Yeah.
3: Mm. Um, uh, uh, no.
1: <laughs> I, I do not like that tagline, but
3: yeah. All right. One of the things that um, Uncle Kage has been a guest at Forum, and one of the things that I've sort of... Imparted from my time speaking with him is that I feel his influence on convention teams, very convention teams across the globe, one of the things is probably how they deal with adjacent external bodies. Um, it's one of the things you yeah. don't really think about unless you are running a con, but yeah, he's yeah. developed um, quite a interesting sort of unique philosophy on how to deal with that. And it has worked for him, and it continues to work for, yeah, I guess the cons that employ it. Yeah, I agree. Buy them booze. What? No! No, booze. no, no, not
2: that. Not <laughs>
3: um, yeah, one of many things.
2: So let's talk a bit more about the Phantom in Singapore in itself. How does the general public outside of the fandom view furries in Singapore? Is it like an extension of cosplays? Is it its own thing? What What is it like?
3: Do you remember AFA twenty
1: thirteen? Hollowed? Yes, I think so.
3: Do you remember walking through like the the sort of the lobby floor area and being heckled?
1: Was it the one at Suntec?
3: Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It must have been Suntek because um, yeah. I remember catching a suitor as they slipped
1: down the stairs. Okay. So, um, and I, I know, think... very distinctly remember those stairs. So. <laughs> All right. I think it basically falls into two categories. Those in the know and know what furry is and those who don't. And those a. who are a.
3: freaking out because the
1: giant dogs <laughs> appear. I <laughs> love <Lundarian>. it. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I think it mainly falls into those two categories, and it's largely split by age. So those in the know, I think like like what Kayuki alluded to was heckling, they kind of got some idea, but they may not have that much idea. It's whatever they see in pop culture. Yeah,
3: pretty much like the general internet zeitgeist of furries are X things. CSI was, I think, roughly uh, affecting uh, that time period.
1: Yeah, it's,
3: it's probably, like, post-CSI, so... It's definitely post-CSI, but yeah. the public perception was still largely informed by CSI at that point. Um, and, yeah, there's a lot of... Uh, I will say a lot. There was, like, two or three instances of Yiffin Hell, so on and so forth. Um, but, know. again, these were from very weedy small children who yeah, yeah. were talking to people who were much larger than them and also much better protected in their fursuits. That's
1: right but yeah like i think the influence of csi is mostly people who are familiar with the internet yeah uh, like they they we google were at an cool anime stuff. go yeah. figure it's definitely so happened for them google is a yeah, strong suit but for other people it's mainly we we do get a lot of questions like oh what's this and what are, oh. what are you doing mm-hmm. and
0: do they ever think you're, so, you guys are like a mascot
1: or, or something? I mean, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Right. Lots of people right. ask what charity we're doing this for. <laughs> no. It, I, I had one person come up to me and said, hey, can we rent you? And it's like, <laughs> 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 what? That's making me play. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like they, they, they preposition, hey, can you come to my kid's birthday party? It's like. Lady, that's mm-hmm. not how it
2: works. <laughs> mm-hmm. hey, you but couldn't afford me. I'll be about the I'd be about that. I would be about that i do not know. There, yeah, that's basically that's basically calling you a clown. <laughs> I'm okay.
1: <laughs> but yeah, um. it's mainly in those categories. But mm-hmm. I, it it's been generally Our, positive if, leaning. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah.
3: It's one of my best sort of memories, and and this applies a bit to firm as well, but mostly in Singapore, just because of the unique way um, third spaces, public spaces, are structured in Singapore. Where you have a lot of shops around the area as well, and yeah. walking past them, you see the attendants like literally freaking out, calling over their coworkers and like trying to get photos and trying to like mm-hmm. call the suitor over to take a photo with them. Oh um, man, it's really like I I love seeing that reaction from people. I, I feel that the public in at least in Australia, from what I've seen, is a lot more reserved. And like, it was really cool. And then they're like really manly men. They cross their arms and stand. No, not <laughs> like, yep. just from cute Q- ass first shooters from a great distance away. But oh, cute. Like people! <laughs> cute. Yeah, people in Malaysia and, and Singapore freak out a lot more. <laughs> and it's really I like that. You know, like giving in to the um, like the the wonder of it. That's that's what really I enjoy about um, you know, more f- uh, suiting in public in Singapore and Malaysia.
0: I asked that question about, you know, do people think you guys are mascots? Because uh, as as I have mentioned on the, on the pod at least a few times, um, that's kind of how the perception is in Taiwan. So it's like, it seems to be, in my opinion, and again, let me know if this is the situation in Singapore, but in Taiwan, I think that there is a general acceptance of furry because I don't think they have that stigma um, of it being so weird because I think that uh the the i guess it's just the public perception or perhaps it's due to cultural reasons that they think that you're more like a mascot or you're like a cute animal rather than a weird person or like a weird person wearing a, some kind of animal suit yeah um, so I, so yeah go ahead uh,
3: i was i was just going to say that a lot of suiting um in singapore and in malaysia at least from my experience seems to be tied into some kind of event usually pop culture, anime. And so you have a lot of other people that are yeah. like, you know, someone's dressed as Deadpool or whatever. So it's... Yeah. That association, I think, has... It was
1: there from the start, really. And, and I think it was, like, strategic in that sense and in, in getting more <laughs> public acceptance in the sense that it feels more normal be, being beside another culture, which also does a lot of dress-up, a lot of mm-hmm. costuming. So it, it, it's, like furry adjacent it's, it's not yeah, uh, yeah something totally like oh we're just randomly walking around i i don't think we're, we're that comfortable on, on that level of com- comfort you yet
3: you wouldn't really get a dog bomb in singapore malaysia
1: yeah it's really it would be real difficult
0: So uh, I did have one final question, um, and I I think this kind of like owes to the uniqueness of Singapore being uh, such a very small country, basically you know, city state. And so um, I I wanted to ask, since Singapore is so small, like how often do you guys hang out? You know, do you guys have like a central, I don't know, like social media platform that you guys coordinate meetups, or you know, how how does that work in Singapore?
3: So my experience with being in Singapore and sort of doing stuff. Um, in Singapore was roughly in the 2012 to 2015 time period. And at that time, I know it shifted a bit now, but at that time, everything was very heavily based around Facebook. And I think a lot of it was really casual, unless there was like a big serious event, like, hey, we're going to go to watch um, How to Train Your Dragon, you know, then an event would go up. But otherwise it would be like, hey, I'm going for dinner here. Is anyone nearby? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think because Singapore is so small, and it's very easy to get around a lot of meetups tend to yeah it just happens it's happenstance I would say sure. like hey we go to the same school want to meet it's like <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's very spontaneous so I, I don't think there's like a like like what Kayuki said unless there's like a major event like we're going to one of the anime festivals to suit up a you know, costume mm-hmm. or there's something significant on the radar like halloween's coming we're all gonna do this major thing yeah most or, of it or fully. Eh? <laughs> yeah most most of it will be just spontaneous um yeah because it's so easy to get around like one hour to get from one side of the island to the other right oh yeah
3: what is it like now do you, <laughs> we, a we, difficult we,
1: question to answer.
3: Uh, I know uh, about <laughs> putting I mean, on the spot.
1: Facebook has kind of—it's no longer the primary platform. I see say a lot of um, we, we've adopted a lot of modern Western social media platforms like Telegram or Discord. More, Facebook wasn't so Western in the first
0: place?
3: Yeah,
1: so
0: <laughs> 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 Sorry, Mark Zuckerberg
1: look, face, Facebook has it's, it's its it's it's own thing. It's got issues. So, yeah. I mean, we've, we've been trying to find, like, an alternative to Facebook, but there hasn't been really a central... Unless you want to go to meetup.com or something like that. But <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> but, I yeah, we, everyone's kind like of, like, deplatformized.
3: platformized Yeah, so right and, now, yeah. the way it kind of works, at least to me it's it's very um i would describe it as a loose federation so yeah, yeah. Uh, ever since telegram sort of became a thing lots of um friend groups kind of loosely form their own channels and chats and multiple people would be in multiple groups and yeah it would be like um you know the thing with like the asian aunties they like news and spreads faster than people um so like maybe hollywood would find out oh sh-, you know there's a fur who is you know uh, like some artist or whatever who's coming in from Australia on their way to America and they're passing through Mm -hmm. Singapore for eight hours, who wants to go and have dinner? And that news will be dumped in a chat that Holler is in or on Twitter or whatever. And that will just spread like wildfire. And then um, I call it the grapevine because that's what it feels like to me. Because like, oh, I'll hear about it. Then I'll ask the person who I heard about it from and they'll pass back up the chain and come back down the chain. And then we slowly sort of shorten that chain. Um, once yeah. we find out who the sort of central person is, and um, everybody was asking, "Hey, what time? Where? What? From- what yeah. Where? <laughs> who?" And, oh my yeah. god! When so I used to, it do sounds like there Singapore, might be
0: like a. At least from my opinion, it sounds like there might be like an overcrowding issue because
3: like if you told like thirty people, then does that mean you'll have like thirty
0: people yeah. show up? Or oh possibly, yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to have
1: that,
3: well, we used to have that issue quite heavily, which is why. I guess a lot of people stopped using Facebook just because like the effort it took to set up stuff on Facebook and then sort of getting like 50 people show up and you just like, Oh, I'm so stressed. I'm trying to like, <laughs> like tell 50 people where we're at at all times. I, um, I, I,
1: I believe the term for it is hoarding cats.
3: <laughs> mm, hoarding, cats. hoarding herding cats
1: hoarding A
3: herding um, cat. Uh, sorry no. yeah, herding, <laughs> I mean, her, summoning and then herding cats because yeah. you get a random message you be like hey but this place was just like two places ago where is everyone and you have to tell them you know <laughs> we're this place we're heading to this place or yeah. you might even not be sure where you are because the group is just walking in a direction and you're just well we're sort of here and we're heading to maybe this area and that's all the information you can give someone
1: And people just kind of coalesce, and it just happens. And the fact fact that some people don't know what you look like, they only know you ever as an online name. Yeah, I know. Or
3: as like a fox. As a fox, or as a Shiba Inu. It's so like... Cute to see people be like. I I can see them like a mile away, and they're like looking around really nervously, looking at their phone, looking up again, looking trying to find like exactly which group and deciding whether it's our group and whether they should come and speak to us. And just me being like, he 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 he. he. <laughs> cruel, cruel doge. Uh, <laughs> well, I was that person once. um That's I true. turned up in an oversized shirt with a violin case that had a ukulele in it. So, yeah. Hey. Hey.
2: All right, fellow ukulele player. Ding. All right, well, that is about it for the podcast. Uh, thanks once again for joining us tonight. Can you two go ahead and tell us where to find you on the internet?
3: Holla, do you want to go first? You have a lot more to have. You have a lot more than I do.
1: No, my social media is easy. <laughs> <laughs> well, go on then. It's just... Everywhere you can find me, Discord, Telegram, uh, Twitter, Facebook, just search for Hollit. That's H O L L U D. Damn your YouTube. Channel, dot
0: SG.
3: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, um, I don't.
3: Plug okay. your YouTube channel.
1: God. I can't. No, look, I can't plug my YouTube because I don't have 100 people subscribe to my youtube so i can't get the yeah i got yeah but i don't have like the ability to customize the name so my my youtube yeah my youtube channel is just like a bunch of letters and numbers so like or whatever yeah so just drop a link into the youtube like and subscribe
3: how many many far how many off are you let's fix that
1: i've got 69 Okay. okay, don't fix it. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't. no, I'm gonna try and fix this before June.
3: Um, uh, kayoky. So I am mostly kayoky everywhere. K a i y o k i. Um, Twitter, Telegram, Facebook. On uh, Facebook, it's kayoky munchki. The munchki being m u n s c h k y. Um, I'm also shibaka in some places. Like I think maybe Telegram and. Definitely Discord.
2: All right. Well, that has been it for the podcast. Once again, thanks for joining us tonight. This has been Burger. And I'm your co-host, Fox. And we'll see you on the next podcast. Uh, see you then. Thanks for having us.
1: Thank you.